This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 13th Sunday of the year, the 2nd of July. Anyone coming into a Catholic church not knowing anything about what we believe might be struck, even disconcerted, with what might seem like a preoccupation with death. For a start, displayed at the centre of every church is a figure of a dead man on a cross. We take it for granted. But for someone seeing that for the first time, it can be a little shocking. To understand why we do this, you need to read what our first and greatest Christian writer and apostle says about this. St Paul in the second reading of the Mass, writing to a very small group of Christians in Rome in the first 50 years of Christianity, says, do you not know that those of us who were baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death? What frightens us most of all in life? I think most of us would say that we're afraid of dying. But Christianity places death right at the beginning of the Christian life. The ritual by which we enter the life of the church is a ritual that speaks of death. In baptism, we go into the grave, which is what the baptismal font represents. We go into the grave with Christ and come out again with his life. St Paul also says that whenever Christians gather in the name of the Lord, when they go to Mass, he says this, Whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. So at the beginning of the Christian life there is death, baptism, and the great ritual by which we are defined, the Eucharist, is a calling to mind of the Lord's death. That's why from St Paul's time onwards we have displayed Jesus crucified. So what is this Christian preoccupation with death? Well, let's go back to a baptism again. When you put water over the head of the one being baptised, there is the symbol of cleansing, but there's also a more powerful symbol of death, going down into and under the waters. The person is being symbolically drowned. You see this even more graphically in total immersion baptism. Moreover, when someone is baptised, they're marked by the sign of the cross. Now, we think that's a nice religious symbol, especially when you see it displayed as a piece of jewellery. But think about what the cross is, an instrument of torture and death. So strange then that from the beginning we mark people with death. Think when you walk into the church and put your fingers into the holy water, you're combining those two realities, reminding ourselves of the waters of drowning and making the sign of the cross calling to mind by this terrible sign how we were marked at the beginning. Why am I dwelling on all this negativity? To go back to St Paul, he doesn't want us to forget that we who are baptised into Christ Jesus are baptised into his death. And I don't want you to forget that either. Is it a morbid fascination? Not at all. Because everything in Christianity conduces finally to life. So why this particular focus? Well, because we live in a culture that engages by a thousand ways in the denial of death, looking away from it, pretending it's not there, or trying to distract us from the fact of our death. 
Blaise Pascal, the 17th century sixth theologian, said that we spend most of our time in diversions, diverting ourselves from the great fact of life, which is that we will die. Christianity actually rubs our faces in death, refusing to let us off the hook, refusing to divert us. That's because the purpose of our faith is finally to liberate us. The way vaccination works is when you are injected with a little bit of a disease, your immune system gets stirred up to fight off that disease. What is the disease of the human condition? What is the greatest disease that bedevils us? It's the fear of death. And because we're afraid of death, we turn in on ourselves. We seek to divert ourselves because we're afraid of it. We seek money, pleasure and power to fill up our fearful egos. But none of that works because we can't avoid the inevitable. Christianity vaccinates us by immersing us in the fact of death from the beginning. We who are baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death. Whenever we eat and drink the body of the Lord, we proclaim his death and mark ourselves with his death so that we might find freedom from fear of death. Jesus on the cross is stripped of everything, of material things, of pleasure, of friendship, of honour, of all those things that we typically use to divert our attention from death. They're all gone and there he is pinned to the cross. He's not running away from it or hiding from it or protecting himself from it, but rather he's entering into death, trusting completely in the power of God. And then on the third day, that trust was rewarded. Jesus, risen from the dead, is triumphant over death. And we participate in all of this, not by ignoring it or denying it, but by entering into it with him, by marking ourselves with the same trust that he had in the power of God to face and conquer death. The only thing that makes life unbearable is the fear that turns us in on ourselves and makes us cling to the things of this world. That's what makes life really unbearable. What makes life worth living, rich, beautiful and spiritually vibrant, is living how the saints lived. The saints are those who have conquered with Christ this great fear of death. So they live in forgiveness, in love, in compassion, in a simple enjoyment of the things of the world. Having let go of the things of the world, they can now walk in the newness of life. And as the first amongst the saints, Mary personifies this simplicity and this living for God alone. So we ask her, as we pray daily that prayer, that we will live and die under her maternal care. Let us pray. The God who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant we pray that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.